Hello, this is Ahuka. Welcome to Hacker Public Radio and another in our ongoing series on LibreOffice Writer. And we're continuing our page layout discussion now, looking at frames and frame styles. Now, last time we took a look at everything on the type tab. Uh, that was a long episode because there's actually a whole lot to talk about there. But that was just the first of a number of tabs in the Frame Properties window, and we need to take a little bit of time to look at the others. So we're going to wrap it up on the Properties part in this one, and then we're going to continue for at least a couple, maybe three more uh, episodes. Uh, I, I don't know exactly how long it's going to take because Frames are such a big and important and powerful tool um, that people need to understand how all of this works. So uh, now, as before, I'm assuming now that you have inserted a, uh, a frame into a document, or when you do that, the properties window opens. The first tab that we looked at last time is the type tab. Now let's take a look at the second one, and this is the options tab. Now, the Options tab lets you do a few things, okay? The first one is linking frames, um, and what that does is that allows you can start typing text in a frame, and then if that frame uh, runs out of space for some reason, you've given it a fixed size on the page, but you've linked it to another frame, your text can just continue in that next frame, and that next frame could be on a different page altogether. Um, so this is the kind of technique that if you've ever been reading a newspaper or a magazine and you're reading along and it's like continued on page so-and-so, uh, this is a good way to do that in your document. So if you're doing, say, a community newsletter, that might be something where you want to start the article on uh, the first page, um, but you don't want to take up the entire first page with it, so you have the first few paragraphs on page one and then link that to a frame on uh, page eight or something. Um, now, you can set the, that up on the Options tab, and one of the things you want to note is that to do this, you need to uh, give your frames names of some kind. Now, if, if you haven't done this yourself... Uh, LibreOffice will assign them in order, frame 1, frame 2, frame 3, frame 4. Uh, it, it can very quickly get to the point where you don't know which frame is which any longer. So I would suggest assign a meaningful name of some kind to your frames if you're going to do this kind of linking so that you know that this was the story about... Um, you know, the new park opened, and so you can do that story, and then, you know, frame frame one will be new park one, and frame two will be new park two. It would be a lot easier to keep track of all of that. Um, other things you can do here. Um, you can protect this in various ways. Uh, can the frame contents be printed? Can they be edited? Um, and you can even set the direction of how text will flow, although, you know, that's a little chancy um, and I think has something to do with language settings. But, you know, you can do some different language, uh, different uh, directions of the flow of text here. Uh, 
the second tab is called wrap. This is really important. Well, what we're talking about here is that the frame sits somewhere on the page, but around it you have text. And that text is flowing in some sort of way. Uh, and that's really what we're concerned with here. How are we going to flow that text around the frame? And we have a number of options. So uh, we're going to do that. The other thing we're going to look at is the space between the frame and the text that's flowing around it. Now, again, as, as we saw last time, there is, uh, you know, they, they put in little graphics that kind of show you kind of how this is going to work. So for each of these settings, there's a graphic that uh, illustrates how the text is going to flow. So it's not too hard to work this out. But uh, I always encourage people, open up a test document, um, throw some, some random text onto there, and then start inserting frames and play around with it. That's really the best way. So, the first setting is none. Right, now, what does that mean? It means there's nothing wrapping exactly. If I have a frame in the middle of the paragraph, I will have several lines above the frame, and then the rest of the paragraph will be below the frame, but nothing will be on the sides. So the frame is in a horizontal space all of its own. There's, there's no other text there. Um, so, that's one of your options. Now, the, other, the next option says before, and what that means is that text will flow down the left side. In other words, the text will come before the frame, but not the right side. Uh, now, if you had a centered frame, that's kind of weird. <laughs> but if your frame is positioned on the, you know, more on the right side, uh, that's probably going to look just about right. Uh, the third selection is after. And this is just the opposite of before. So in this one, the text flows down the right side of the frame, but not the left. Again, if your frame is positioned to the left side, you know, that's a, a reasonable setting for this. Parallel, your fourth setting, and that means that text flows on both sides. So your line begins to the left of the frame, blah, da 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 and then it gets to where the frame is. It jumps over the frame and then continues on the right side. Da, 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 da. Right. Uh, this is a pretty common arrangement, uh, particularly if you have a frame that's centered on the page. And so that way the, the, the text can, can flow on, uh, around it. Um, and it's just not bad. You, know, you, you have to decide uh, what kind of uh, page layout you're going for, but you can achieve that with this. Um, then the fifth selection is through. Uh, it's kind of a weird one. Uh, the text keeps going behind the frame, which means that any text covered by the frame cannot be read. Kind of an odd effect. Um, yeah, I, I can think of cases where that might make sense, uh, where... Uh, you have some text of, say, an announcement, and then, you know, you have a flash update just came in, you know, news just in, and you just slap that in a frame on top of it because it supersedes what was there before or something. I, I, that's the best I can come up with. Um, the last one is called Optimal, 
And this is kind of like before and after combined in a weird way, where writer chooses which one. Um, and it's based on where the frame is located. So if the frame is slightly to the left of center, the text will flow down the right side. If it's slightly to the right of center, the text will flow down the left side. Now, you want to have some fun, create a test paragraph, stick a frame in the middle, select optimal. Now, if you click on the frame so that the eight handles are visible, you can use the arrow keys to move it left and right. And so just move it slightly to the right of center, slightly to the left of center, and you can see the text jump back and forth. Uh, it's amusing in some ways. Um, not I, They call it optimal. Uh, it doesn't strike me as optimal for page layout, but, uh, you know, it, it's there if you, if you wish to use it. Now, the other thing you can do here is you can set spacing, and what they're talking about is the spacing between the f- border of the frame and the surrounding text. Now, this can be hard to see sometimes, uh, depending on what kind of text you have going around it, uh, for instance, on the left side, depending on how you have writers set up, uh, you, you might have irregular spacing because of where words happen to end. Um, now, you could you, you can go into writer and start doing stuff to uh, uh, make it line up better, but uh, it, it's going to be kind of hard to see. But if you, uh, you know, try a test paragraph, select uh, a parallel setting for the frame in the middle of the paragraph, uh, and then start changing the spacing for right, uh, that's very easy to see. And, and so you can see how it is, in fact, increasing or decreasing the amount of space between the frame and the surrounding text. Uh, that's an important consideration when you're doing page layout. You you want to make sure things are sufficiently clear. Now, the next tab here is hyperlink. Uh, pretty straightforward. You can set up your frame. Now, obviously, for a printed document, that doesn't do anything. This is intended for people who are reading it in electronic form. Uh, so you can set a link to a web page. If anyone clicks on the frame, they'll be taken to the specified web page. That's very straightforward. Uh, Borders. Frames generally have borders around them, and that's what defines the frame on the page. Uh, So, what kind of border? Well, you can go in here and you can say what type of line you want to use. You know, how thick is it? Is it a single or double or dotted or, you know... Uh, if you've ever done this for tables or similar kinds of things, you, you know what I'm talking about. You have a lot of different options for line type. Um, you can decide, do you want this to be on all four sides of the frame? Or you could just set it to be only on the left and right or only on the top and bottom or you know whatever you want to do. Or you can even have a frame that has no visible border. Uh, now, when you're looking at it in LibreOffice Writer in the electronic version, you'll still see a gray border for where the border is. It just, it'll suppress it when it's printed. Uh, Pretty standard kinds of stuff. You could color 
the border if you wish. Uh, again, it depends on what kind of printing you're going to do. For me, with writer, I tend to think about print uh, most of the time. Uh, so, you know, I wouldn't pick color unless I was going to print in color and that kind of stuff. Now, one of the things you can see at the bottom here, you can actually put a drop shadow on the frame. Uh, and, and that's the shadow that is kind of underneath and slightly off the center of the frame. So it sticks out around two sides. And so you can set that down there. It's an interesting effect. Uh, try it out if you're interested in that. Next tab is background. Uh, you can set a background color for your frame. Uh, you know, that, that might be useful. Uh, you know, again, I'm thinking with printing, what I might do is go for kind of a grayscale uh, on that and just put a little, little touch of gray to uh, bring that out a little bit. Um, the default is, is none, uh, which probably makes sense. Uh, I would probably only do this with text uh, because if you have a picture inside of a frame and you try and put a background in this, you're not going to see anything anyway. So, you know, doesn't doesn't really matter. Uh, the next thing is, uh, next tab is for columns. Uh, a frame can be set up to uh, divide into columns. And that can be an interesting technique. I, I was uh, taking a look. There's a fellow who has been doing some uh, video tutorials on LibreOffice on YouTube. And I was looking at one the other day where... Uh, he basically divided into two columns, and in the first column was sort of a multiple-choice question, and the second column was a picture. And so the multiple-choice question was, the picture on the right is A, B, C, D. And he did that with columns. So, you know, interesting use of the technique there. Uh, the last one is macro, and this is where you can add programming. Uh, I'm not really going to get into that because right now I'm really focusing on page layout, and this is a, a really an advanced topic. Um, I do have a friend, uh, Andrew Petaniak, who is, uh, has in fact written a book on writing macros, and in, in, uh, I think it was OpenOffice when he wrote it. Uh, Andrew does not particularly care which version he's looking at, as far as I can tell. Uh, so if if we ever want to get there at some point, I'll I'll get a copy, you know, get a copy of his book and hit him up for some tips, and maybe we can get into it. But that's way down the road. So for the moment, I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, we have now looked at all of the properties. Um, we we still have more things to do here. So uh, this is a hookah for Hacker Public Radio, and I'm going to remind everyone as I always do. Please remember to support free software. Bye. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. 
unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.